everyone, and welcome to Magical Streaming, a podcast where we watch Disney Plus and then talk about it. My name is Amber. My name is Puri. And today we're talking about The World According to Jeff Goldblum. Yes, which is on the National Geographic... Geographic? Geographic. Geographic part of the Disney Plus platform. Yes. Uh, it is a docu-series. It is a 12-part series for this first season. I don't know that they haven't said... If it's going to be a um, multiple season thing, I don't yes, have that information. Yes, I have that information. Oh, okay. Well, Amber will get there. Uh, in the meantime, let me just give you the quick uh, look over that is on Disney+. Plus. So it goes, in each episode of this new 12-part series, Jeff Goldblum pulls on the thread of a deceptively familiar object to unravel a world of astonishing connections and fascinating science and history. Through the prism of his curious and witty mind, nothing is as it seems. These modern marvels are so commonplace, we often take them for granted. But Jeff Goldblum does not. That is certainly true. So, yes, this is a Disney Plus original. Um, and... Because it is a docu-series, a bit like the Imagineering story, it's different than a regular series. Like, there's no plot line here. It is... Well, yeah, any documentary is just going to be... It talks about actual stuff. Correct. Now, I thought this was going to be more like a How It's Made with that's, Jeff Goldblum. That's what I thought as well, because actually I thought I saw someone literally describe it that way. It's Maybe. not. No, it's not. It is not how it's made with Jeff Goldblum. It is, um, there is some oh. history. There is a lot of different things. So, but just as an overview, don't go into it expecting it to be uh, how it's made with Jeff Goldblum. Because yeah. that's not what you're going to get. So, this idea um, came about when Jeff Goldblum actually was on another Nat Geo series um, called Explorer. Uh, he did about three episodes with them, and it was kind of uh, Nat Geo Explorer kind of talks about history and other things. Um, but they have different narrators come on for various episodes. And they really like Jeff Goldblum's energy, and they started thinking we should do something together. So that's where this whole story kind of starts. Um, it was announced at a Nat Geo presentation during the Disney Investor Meeting on April 11, 2019, uh, that it would be a Disney Plus original series. This also was kind of, because as they started getting more into it, they realized that it doesn't really fit on Nat Geo um, proper. Proper. So, it is produced by National Geographic, but it is not as deep diving into a lot of subjects. Um, it was filmed starting in April 2019, so same month that it um, was announced, and it took about six months. Sorry. It took about six months to do all the filming. Um... When you watch the series, you'll see it does go all over the place. There's pretty much all over the country of the U.S., 
Oh, that's what you mean by all over the place. Yes. I thought you meant just in general because of just the way the show is run, but you meant geographically. Geographically. So that's another reason why six months is quite a span of time to be filming something, but there's a lot of traveling, you know, you'll be in Michigan, in Philadelphia, um, in Hawaii in one episode. There's just... Yeah, and it's not it's not to say that each episode takes place in a different place so much as uh, even a given episode might be a little all over. Right. Like not, you're not going to spend the entire episode in just one place. So they exactly. travel even just for the purpose of that one episode. Exactly. And they're, they were released... Um, the episodes, there are 12 of them. They started on opening day of Disney Plus on launch day um, from November 12th, and the last episode was dropped on January 24th. So at this point, you can stream all 12 episodes. Uh, the episodes are cover the following topics. Sneakers, ice cream, tattoos, denim, barbecue, gaming, bikes, RVs, coffee, cosmetic, pools, and jewelry. So already there, as you can see, it's all over the place. It is. And while this is pulled as kind of like Jeff Goldblum doing... Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. uh, He is not the one who selects what the episodes will be on. National Geographic selects what the episodes are going to be on. And then he um, doesn't really do any research ahead of time. And just goes into it. He has made some contributions into the episodes in the fact that... um, I mean, does he pay himself for the stuff that he gets, like, in the sneaker episode? No. Those are gifted things. Oh, well. They are gifted. Um, But he does have some say if they they give him kind of a list and... um, he can make comment as to if he finds something particularly interesting or not. So he is not the one coming up with the ideas, but they do at least run them by him. Uh, the series itself was announced with a trailer and a poster. Um, well, not announced, but like showcased to the public at D23 Expo is when people first got their first kind of look at it. I'm you so are sorry. Tired. I am so tired. It's this um it's still corona time, so we are still in isolation and time has ceased to have meaning. Yeah, so she keeps yawning and making me want to yawn like I'm so sorry. Um it has been renewed for a second season. Uh on January 17th, it was renewed for a second season so far of 10 episodes. Okay. It is really well received by critics um, and pretty much by people, although you started a cycle. And you know, usually there are actually a lot of times because we do these podcasts right after work and I'm always tired right after work. But you so usually we'll like start recording the episode 
And right before we start, I'm always like, I'm so tired. I keep yawning. It's just like, I'm going to be a mess all throughout the episode. And then the moment we kind of just start, I, I get out of that mind, well, not mindset, but I just kind of get out of that state. And I don't yawn for the entire episode and I'm just fine to get through it. But tonight is Amber. She's just yawning again. I cannot. Listen, it's not to do with subject matter. It's just, um, I imagine we're not the only ones where this new not leaving the house and just, like, working from home and living from home and doing everything at home is just It's tiring. tiring. It's, it's crazy because we're hardly doing anything, but... It also kind of, like, time ceases to exist, but right. we're still on an actual schedule. Like, we're not, um, we don't, we're not freelancers, we don't, like, we, right. even though I we're working. Right, I have office hours. Yeah, even though we're working from home, we're still both going by specific working hours. So, when, like, but when the weekend comes around, and for Amber, she's actually, like, working all week. But me, I'm actually right now, my hours have been reduced by half. So I'm one day on, one day off throughout the week. And like every day that I'm off, I know I should be good and try to keep the same sleeping pattern. But I still practically always end up sleeping in on the days that I'm off and then makes it hard to go to bed early at night. And then, It's just yeah. a wild time right now. And I am sure anybody listening to to this who is not um an essential employee that has to go out can relate can relate and uh even essential employees that do have to go out can relate to how unprecedented and weird is kind of a weird schedule but we are coming to do our podcast on schedule because i listen to other podcasts and having them release on a normal schedule is actually something that's really helpful to me It, it gives a sense of normalcy. Exactly. Like, there's something in your schedule that is still steady. Exactly. That you can still kind of rely on. Exactly. So, that's why we're still doing our normal stuff. Um, But all that to say we're tired. All that to say, Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> Stop yawning. I cannot. Okay. So, there is a really great quote from um, Metacritic, nope, from Rotten Tomatoes, uh, about this series that I think sums it up really nicely. Quote, while fans of the man will find much to like in this quirky and upbeat, if not terribly educational, docu-series, those not already attached to his particular sense of style may not appreciate it. I do believe that is a good way to describe it because if you don't and like I'm not a huge like fanatic I'm not a huge fan of Jeff Goldblum it's not to say that I don't like I don't dislike him I don't seek out his work right if if he's in something and like I know of him I know that it, like you said his he's a very um he's quirky he's you know he's an extravagant in certain ways um like he's definitely out of the box kind of person um so I knew what to expect in terms of right. even, even if I'm not a huge fan of his in that sense 
I knew what to expect going into it. Someone who has only seen Jeff Goldblum in Jurassic Park and hasn't even really heard of him since then, or have only seen him in movies, any movie role, it's a role. You don't associate an actor, especially if an actor has had different kinds of roles throughout his career. Mm-hmm. You don't associate their role to their personality. So anyone that has not uh, seen interviews of him or seen anywhere where he's actually being authentically himself, and I mean, you know, to what extent do we know that the person, the persona that he puts out in the public is his authentic self? Oh my goodness, versus... now we're getting into, we're currently now a psychology podcast, how much of ourselves are we <laughs> no, really that, presenting I mean, to the public? that's not what I mean, because, you know, ultimately he's a, he's a celebrity, And one way that celebrities can kind of make a break between their public life and their personal life is to create some sort of persona that they put out there in the public eye. So that's what I'm, that's what I mean. Like, but that would be the same persona that would carry into the show. Yes. Yes. I know. But, uh, yeah. So people who are not familiar with the man himself most definitely can end up being put off by this show. It depends on the kind of person you are. You know, if you're someone that is a no-nonsense kind of person and you are not a fan of Jeff Goldblum or you already don't really like him, you are not going to enjoy this show. That is 100% for certain. Right. There was an article I read uh, that the title was the world, according to Jeff Goldblum, is dangerously close to too much Jeff Goldblum. Um, and I could at times feel that, where I was like, I feel like I'm not learning as much as I thought I would be learning. And I, we're kind of off on a weird little side tangent, but it's not even a tangent that I'm interested in. Like, it's just Jeff Goldblum being Jeff Goldblum, which is fine. But if you binge watch this, as we did for several episodes... It's going to be too much. At some point, you're like, okay, Honestly, I need to turn off the Goldblum for a little bit. This, I think it's better that you don't binge this. I think it's yeah. better that you watch it spread out at least by a couple of days. Yeah, like this would be a show where a a normal releasing schedule of episodes would be preferable because, yeah, as you said, it just kind of becomes too much. And honestly, as we were watching it, what came to my mind as the best way to describe this show is take yourself back to high school or college And you're sitting in the classroom and the student who always is a slacker goes up to the front to do his presentation. And you can tell he slacked on this one also. But somehow he can still draw out the entire presentation for as long as he needed to. He even goes over probably. Like... This is what this show was to me. Right. I think there is some very interesting things that happen in the show. Oh, definitely. There's a lot of um, cool things to learn, but I don't feel like you learn a lot of actual history. You learn more of kind of like There's t- niches. Yeah. that, And I think that's actually a, a good thing that you're bringing up here is that everything that he does in this show, you're not learning a global 
like he's gonna give a little bit of history in terms of where did this start out and that is a bit of a more of a global thing because that's just how it started out but once you get to the point of how these items are used in present day it goes into very specific areas so you know if you're looking for example at the um the pool episode right you know you go into uh specifically water parks uh, there's the pool in the NASA um, training center. Training center in Texas. Yep. Um, and I feel like there was probably one more thing, but so you're just kind of playing into these very specific little areas of the. It was a topic. spa. Okay, the spa. I think I zoned out during that part. To be quite honest. Um, so, yeah, like, you just, you kind of go into these very specific little areas for each of these topics. So, you're not going to get a global overview. And that's not what the show is for. It's right. not, um, like, I mean, one of the, one of the things that I did see, because obviously this episode is very different from the way we usually do right. things. Can't really give trivia on this. You're not going to find trivia about it. It's a docu-series. The whole episode in itself is a sort of facts and trivia about a specific topic. Um, I read a few different articles about where he had interviews um, on the show. He talked about, you know, most memorable. He said he didn't have a favorite episode, but for instance, the NASA facility being able to to go into that to pool. go into that pool and to yeah, do that is something that's experience. unique. It's not something that other people exactly will be able to do that are not in the NASA training program. And you don't think about it when they. If you just read that interview and he talks about being able to talk to people in space um, and you look at the list of episodes, you say, where does space travel fit in to this list? I would not pick pools. I wouldn't have picked it anywhere. So it's this really interesting thing where the topics are very broad like the jewelry episode ends up focusing on grills and again not where my mind goes when I think about yeah that's one of the things grills like okay so the jewelry episode two of the things that they touch on as you just said grills and then the other thing is uh pet ashes being turned into jewels onto diamonds yeah so I like it's really very like it's super niche. Yeah, you can't really go into it expecting to know what he's going to be talking about in the episode because you're not going to it's not going to be what you thought. Right. This is as you said before. This is not how it's made. And it's not because of that because there's this kind of chaotic energy about it. It's not the relaxing like you just sit back and you just like kind of zone out. If you zone out, you're going to be gonna lost. So lost. You're going to be like, "Wait. I'm sorry." Why are we in NASA now? I'm sorry. We're at a gay pride parade in Texas now. I don't like I'm understand. not sure how we got there. Damn. Like there's a there's a reason for it, I'm sure, but I don't know I how missed, we got there. I missed it. So you got to Beyonce's teeth. We're looking at Beyonce's teeth now. Why? Like it is something that requires you to actively pay attention to be able to follow so 
Yeah, it's it's not, you know, there are some shows that you just kind of put on in the background. It's, I mean, you can do it, but you're just not going to remember anything you just watched. Jeff Goldblum has kind of the personality that grabs your attention. It is not like, if he was just straight reading something, I'm sure you could just lull and kind of zone out. But he's got all these intonations, and he goes very, hmm... What if? Uh, I gave someone a tattoo. And he did. Well, not a whole tattoo. Well, no, he, he did a line. <laughs> but, yeah, he did. Um, and that's actually, that reminds me, in the tattoo episode, I was trying to think of what they did in that one. Because he that is one of the episodes where he does go to Hawaii. Uh, because there are still a lot of places in Hawaii and in Polynesia where they still do tattoos in the very traditional way, which is very long, very painful, uh, and very authentic. And that's one of the things they touch on on the tattoo episode. So there there are definitely things that you do learn history and culture and, like, where some aspects of it come from. Uh, But, yes, then he goes on to... um, I can't remember what the place is, but there is one day of the year in a specific place. There's it's a Jeff Goldblum parade. Yes. There's Jeff it's Gold- Jeff Goldblum Day. Day, yes. So they basically, they celebrate Jeff Goldblum himself. Uh, and then there are people who get tattoos of Jeff Goldblum. And then that's how he ended up in that tattoo parlor. So it's such extremes, even in just the one episode. Yeah, it's... It's a wild ride. You're gonna, you're gonna learn um, a little about very specific things. Yeah, like one of the ways that you can describe it is how Jeff Goldblum himself described it. Um, so in an interview, he was asked what he thinks the lesson of the show is. So his response to that was that you have to keep learning. The reason time seems to go slowly when you're young is because of a strange makeup of our brains, whereby if we're learning a lot every day, it slows time down. Whereas if you're going through the motions or you're learning less, time speeds up on you. So be present, be spontaneous, enjoy the moment, enjoy yourself and learn. So, I mean, I guess once you get to a certain age, you do want to slow down time. So if learning slows down time, then you know, just go ahead and fill your time with it. Um, but yeah, so I I do think he does like for the for the way they wanted this show to go. I do think he was probably the right pick for it. Well, uh, as I said, they developed the show with him. It they worked with him yeah. to make a show with him. Because they liked what he had done on Explorer and they wanted, you know, kind of, okay, let's learn about, um, at first it was going to be more about history, um, and then it kind of evolved as they realized, maybe, maybe maybe that's not the right direction to go in. So, it is very, it's very eclectic just like he is exactly um it's a it's a jeff goldblum personified show and there are a lot of you see a lot of very different lifestyles and a lot of very different um people in it because as we said on the tattoos 
you're seeing traditional tattooing and then also you see people training to be astronauts but you also see people going to a denim festival and you also see cowboy gay cowboy square dancing like it's just there's so much and people getting fitted for grills that cost $30,000 tons and tons of money and sneakers like there's just a wide variety it's a broad range of humanity exactly as well as topics right so you're seeing a lot of just very very strange things (laughs) (sighs) like i'm just thinking about some of the things that i saw and i'm like the denim collector who goes through um old houses and just old quarry sites and places where people might have been in years when denim was just starting to get worn because he's finding it and he's collecting it and it is worth a lot of money right like you know denim to us is just you can get a pair of jeans at old navy for 10 bucks like on sale but anyway um it's so, like, you don't think of denim as something that has a value, monetary-wise. And he just kind of brings these different aspects of things to light. Uh, yeah, and same with jewelry. There was, um, you missed the part because you were not in the room, where uh, you went to a traditional Indian wedding, and the bride showed off all of her different jewelry and explained, you know, the meanings. The meanings and why it's still so popular. Uh, one of my favorite facts that I learned is that wedding season in India affects the na- like the international price of gold because the demand skyrockets during wedding season so much in one country that it internationally affects everyone. So, so if that you want to buy some gold, interesting. check out what uh, Indian wedding season is and make sure you don't <laughs> buy it then. I mean, it's not going to be much cheaper. It's just going to get more expensive. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. Like, don't buy it at a peak time where right. it's going to be more expensive. Just avoid that season if you're looking. You're not going to save money <laughs> in the tent. So you're not going to get a discount because it's not Indian wedding <laughs> season, but you're not also you're not going to pay a markup exactly. because of it. So... There's just a lot of, just a lot. Like, that's all I can think of is, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's definitely, I mean, I don't view this show negatively. No. It's a good show. It's an interesting show, but you have to be in the mindset for it. You have to know what to expect going into it if you want to enjoy it. And you have to take it little bits at a time. Yes. Yeah, when we were binging the last of it, I was like, oh, I was feeling like that article title. This is dangerously close to being too much Jeff Goldblum. Uh, I need to break this down. His eccentricity uh, is too much for me to handle at once, especially when I'm not interacting with other people because I'm in isolation. (laughs) I mean, we haven't watched any of these shows that we've, or movies that we've reviewed so far with other people, but... Yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's just, I mean, I I don't think I have a specific hot take because I think we've just kind of been sharing mostly opinions, but 
Yeah, if uh, if I had to say one way, is it is a lot. It is a it is a lot, and if you are not Jeff Goldblum fans, um, so I would like still give it a try, unless yes. you know specifically, like if you've seen him in an interview and you were annoyed by the way he held himself and presented himself, don't give it a try. You're not going to like it because that's just how he is, and that's how he is in this show as well. They didn't tell him to, uh, no, to like, they... camouflage himself. They didn't tell him to tone himself down. He Definitely is, not. Yeah. He is who he is, so if you don't like him, uh, don't be that person that goes into something for the purpose of criticizing it, knowing you're not going to like it. You know, um, which, I mean, you can if you want. I am not really one to talk. We have watched plenty of movies <laughs> so far knowing we weren't going to enjoy them. That's the truth. But, but the, we're doing like, this for a podcast. If you want to start a podcast about it, go ahead. <laughs> uh, and then link us and I'll listen to you uh, talk about it. But I think the, yeah, the important thing to remember is that one, it's not going to be as educational as um, kind of the banner that you associate a lot of Net Geo to be. Um, it's not like elephants, which I keep seeing up top. It's not going to be as educational. Um, you are going to learn things, but you're not going to learn things. It's kind of like when you have a weird substitute teacher who like kind of knows what they're doing, but also has a lot of like side tangents. Like my AP bio teacher, he was not a substitute teacher, but I feel like my AP bio teacher had chaotic Jeff Goldblum energy. energy. <laughs> where he would just be off. like, so osmosis, you know, we could have a holiday cause, yeah, you wanna have a holiday party guys? We can call it Osmonica. The celebration of osmosis. Uh, we will watch Osmosis Jones, and if you bring in cookies, I will give you five extra credit points. <laughs> and you're like, okay, sure. And then you sit down and you watch Osmosis Jones, and you're kind of learning a little bit about like osmosis in the broadest sense, and a little bit about cells in the broadest sense. And you're like, so you're going to get some knowledge out of it, but it's going to be completely pointless no, it's if not... it comes down to testing about it. Right, right, right. You're not, you're not going to be test ready, but you know what? You might be bar trivia ready. That's, ain't that the truth? They'll be like, who was the first person to popularize grills in the hip-hop industry? And you'll be like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I watched this on The World According to Jeff Goldblum. I know exactly who it is. I've already forgotten who it was. Uh, it's this guy, this white guy. And you'll be like, and they'll be like, yeah, correct. Or they'll ask like, who's the most popular uh, grill maker? Who made Beyonce and Jay-Z's grills? And you could be like, I know this one. <laughs> You know, you'll have that, or you'll have... Yeah, you'll have that knowledge that when they ask a completely random question and everybody else is looking at each other like, what? You're going to know it, and everyone's going to look at you and be like, how do you know that? And you'll be like, I watched The World According to Jeff Goldblum. What's the uh, annual drag uh, and gay parade held in uh, Dallas? And I'll be like, oh, I'm sorry, New Orleans? And you'll be like, I know it, I know it, I know it. Uh, Jeff Goldblum taught me this. 
Uh, again, I've forgotten it. Yeah, I mean, we're not really poster child for, for what we're if preaching can, right now. If you're one of those people that can retain random, random knowledge, um... It'll be useful to it'll, you. It'll... You'll kill at trivia. You'll learn some things that will be helpful only in trivia and never anywhere else in your real life. Unless, I don't know, someone holds a gun on you and is like... How much is the most expensive sneak- sneakers ever made? And you'll be like, ah, uh, <laughs> Jeff Goldblum told me. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, okay. Well, okay, so for this, there's definitely not a villain, unless you want to count consumerism. Always uh, the villain. <laughs> so what, how would you rank rewatchability on this? Listen. I've watched it once. I think that's... Enough. That's fine. I'll watch the second season when it comes out. But it's not... I'm not going to sit down and rewatch it. It's not It's not calming in, like, how it's made, where I can sit down and watch how ice cream sandwiches are being made, and I'll be like, ooh, I could watch this again. Because mm-hmm. it's very relaxing just to watch ice cream sandwiches being made. Um, no, I'm not going to rewatch the episodes. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that statement. It's like you you've watched it once, it's enough. You I've don't... learned all I can learn. <laughs> well, you haven't cuz you didn't retain the information. But <laughs> I remember that the guy they went to had a rainbow leading up to his house. Yeah, that's not useful. Um <laughs> so yeah, and then so final ranking. Like a 4? Yeah, that that tracks. Four out of ten. It's like I, it's again, not bad. Not, yeah, that's it's the thing. Just, it's it's not bad. It's interesting enough in its own five, way. I'm gonna change it. It's a five. I'm gonna put it middle of the road. It's it's average. It's average. I'm not gonna rewatch it, but I'm also not gonna tell people not to watch it. It's yeah. I'm and I'm not mad that I spent time watching it. Right. You know, like I'm not like Ugh, all these hours wasted. I mean, the the episodes are only half an hour long, so... That's true. That helps. <laughs> and yet, still and yet, a lot sometimes of you're Jeff like, Goldblum. Wow, there was a lot packed in there in that half an hour segment. Yeah. So, yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to stay on track with you here. Five out of ten. That's a... I think that's a fair ranking. So, yeah, like, give it a go. Like, I'm not saying it's going to be your favorite content on the platform, for sure, unless... You are if a very, very big Jeff fan Goldblum, of Jeff Goldblum. This is going to be right up your be alley. You're so happy. And I mean, if, if that's the case, you've already watched it. So you don't need us to tell you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, give it a go for sure. You're going to learn some interesting tidbits here and there. You're probably going to be weirded out a little bit. But I don't think you'll be mad at the end of the day. Um, yeah, so that being said... Uh, we do have, we, we did actually kind of forget, we talked last week about uh, putting up shortly the polls for the Listener's Choice episode, which is next week. We did not. We That's just true. did that uh, as we, right before we started recording. So as it's going to get posted, it's going to have been since yesterday. Um, so we did do it a little bit differently again this month, and I think next month is going to be different also <laughs> because we're going to try to streamline this. Um, but for right now, we posted it in three different places, and it is three separate polls that are going to be tallied up together. Tallied up together at the end of it. Uh, so we have it on Twitter uh, at Stream so the Magic. Yeah, at Stream the Magic. 
Uh, on Instagram, we posted it as a poll in the Instagram stories. Uh, so you have to go into the stories to vote. And that is a two-parter because Instagram also only allows two options per poll. Uh, so I put up Moana against Coco and the Princess and the Frog against Brave. Those are the four options. Uh, so Instagram, which is Magical Streaming. And then also on our Facebook page, also Magical Streaming, we actually linked to a Google poll. Yes. Uh, and honestly, from next month, that's probably going to be the way that we're going to just straight up share it across all three platforms. That's the easiest way. You just have to click on the link. You select your option. You click submit. And that's the end of it. You don't have to register or sign up for anything. Exactly. Um, and yes, yeah, so for, again, obviously for Instagram, it's not going to stay up very long. Stories only last 24 hours. So by the time this is posted, um, it's already going to, the first part of the poll is already going to have been up for quite some hours. Uh, and then in the evening is when I'm going to post again for the winners of the first poll up against each other in the finale, final, whatever. Uh, and then the Twitter poll is probably going to stay up until... It's five days. It's five days. Uh, and then the link... The link is good forever. All right, so we're just going to remove it once polling is done, uh, which is probably next Monday. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, in the meantime, so, yeah, that's it for next week. Uh, again, just go and vote for which movie you would like us to watch and review. Uh, these are my four choices because it's my birthday month still, and so I got to pick the four choices for listener's choice and I'm pretty sure all four of them are on Disney Plus this time around. Yes. We did not actually check, but they I know for are. sure. Yeah, they are. Um, yeah, and then as usual, reach us across those social media platforms. Just let us know anything you want to let us know. Come at us if you need to. Uh, you can also reach us by email at magicalstreaming at yahoo.com. So, yeah, if you have any suggestions, any comments, anything at all, just let us know. And until next time, enjoy your magical streaming. Bye-bye.